Welcome to No Boring Kids, the newsletter and podcast for parents that want to make the future a little more interesting. It's written and produced by me, Adam Kershaw. I'm a children's author, publisher, and father to three young kids in Australia. This is the audio edition of No Boring Kids number four. Being Ted Lasso. One of the most fascinating quirks in sports is how NBA coaches stride out onto the court after a timeout is called. They push straight past their players who are coming off the court, stopping just below the three-point line to seemingly soak it all in. Then they turn around and return to the bench to address the players. I guess there are practical reasons, like letting the players get in a drink and catch their breath, but I think there's more to it. Calling for a timeout or substitution is really the only thing a coach directly controls during a game. So that stride out onto the court is just an unremarkable human reaction to having a tiny amount of control in a situation where you're otherwise powerless. I should know, because for the past few months, I've been coaching my son's futsal team. If you're not familiar with futsal, Imagine the chaos of children's soccer, crammed into an indoor basketball court. It's a mad sport, and this was my first ever coaching assignment. To top it off, it was the debut season of the Blazing Aces, a ragtag bunch of six young kids without a single game of futsal experience between them. I had my work cut out for me, but these kids were eager to shock the world with their flashy, mostly chaotic playstyle. So by the time we got to the big tournament at the end of the season, there was magic in the air, and I was right into it. As a kid, I dreamed of hitting the last second shot, of towering above the game like Michael Jordan. But as the day of the big tournament approached, a different dream took hold, a mature one. I realized that if I had any chance left of becoming a sporting hero, it would be as a coach. So together, it's time to shock the world. The Blazing Aces found something special that day with an incredible run to the semi-finals. The kids played the best damn futsal they had ever produced, going undefeated in the group stages. And when we lined up to play our old nemesis, the Jedis, in the semi-finals, the Blazing Aces were undaunted. But with the stakes a little higher and our stamina waning, the semi-final match was a grind. My attention wandered for the first time, and I noticed the hostile atmosphere of the tournament. Parents and family members jammed the sides of the courts. A select few were out of their seats, yelling intensely, then groaning at the referee's calls. No one seemed to be smiling, not even the kids playing. There was one particular guy up on the sidelines screaming at his kid. I'm hoping it was his kid because this was a big intimidating dude. And he was raging. Jeez, pal, take it easy, I thought. The kids seemed oblivious, though. To be fair, it's hell trying to get their attention during one of these matches. I'm constantly running onto the court to shepherd players on and off because they don't hear me yelling the substitutions. But it was like a scene in the movies when they're in the big game. Everything is on the line, and the camera pans across the crowd in slow motion, each face straining and spitting as they boisterously cheer their team on. It all felt so wrong. Shouldn't we just act nicely? Wasn't this meant to be a friendly competition? Aren't we the grown-ups? 
I didn't get long to ponder these questions. We lost, and the kids were exhausted and emotional after the match. Four games of futsal back-to-back was some serious output for anyone, let alone a six-year-old. As they lay by the side of the court pulling themselves together, the teams for the next match started making their way on the court. That's when I noticed the man with the clipboard. It was a remarkable sight. Another parent from our team noticed him too. He gestured in the direction of the man with a flip of the head, as if to say, get a load of this guy. We both smirked. Good luck with that buddy, I thought. When we got home, the intensity of the competition was the first thing I relayed to my wife. I told her I was shocked by how seriously some of the parents had taken the tournament. All I could think about was that big aggressive guy on the sideline screaming at his kid. Given that we'd lost, I started to question whether I'd let the team down with my laissez-faire style of coaching. Should I be taking this more seriously? Later on, I asked Apollo about the tournament and whether he paid any attention to the crowds on the side. Not really, he said. Unsatisfied with the response, I pushed on, asking whether he noticed some parents screaming. Oh yeah, there was a long pause. Some of them were really cross. I left it there. It seemed like it wasn't a huge issue for him, and I figured the spectators and the atmosphere of competition was probably good for him to be exposed to. I wondered about that big guy's son, though. Was it an issue for him? Maybe that's how big-time players are made. Tough love and all that. During the week, I bumped into one of the parents from our team. We praised the performance of our boys and chortled at the intensity of the competition. Do you know who ended up winning? I asked. Uh, It was the green and red team. We didn't play them, they said. I couldn't think of the team and the parent pushed on. Their coach was the one with the clipboard. Did you see that? The man with the clipboard had won the tournament. The man that we mocked. I imagined his team being organized, drilled. Whether they knew what their coach was drawing on that clipboard or not, he commanded their attention. This man didn't have a dream. He had a plan and he executed. It shook me up. I figured I had the essentials figured out. We all get that playing sport at this age needs to be fun. And playing to win, like in a tournament, can be a big part of that. But learning how to win feels like the most powerful thing you could teach a child about sports. And if you can make that fun, you're a hero. So to my man with the clipboard, I shouldn't have dismissed your methods. I've come to admire them. Now I just need to figure out how I can win at something so I can teach these kids how it's done. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the audio edition. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this newsletter at noboringkids at gmail.com. And please subscribe if you haven't already to receive the next edition straight to your inbox or podcast feed. Until then, keep it interesting. <laughs>